Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 29th day of October. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a good morning to you folks in Riverdale. Oh, in Riverdale. This lovely Riverdale. Yeah, Clayton County on the other side of the airport there at the end of the runway. There you go. And, and, and maybe some of them were out at Piedmont Park last night and heard that song you just heard live. Yep. Janet was out there last night. So we, we, we got this massive event that's going on out it there. It really is. And if you don't believe it, just just make the mistake of driving through Midtown and say, <laughs> like I did yesterday. I just swamped with people here in Midtown. But, but man, what, what a lineup. What a lineup. Yeah, the music, the one music, um, one music fest taking, out, taking place at Piedmont Park this weekend. So, yeah, you missed Janet if you weren't there last night. Her and... Megan Stallion and, and Bryce Tiller and, and just a long line. You can go online. Big and Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. I'm glad you brought that up because I, w- I was thinking him this last week. You know why? Why? Because when I saw the footage, the press, the, the press conference that was held in Colorado when they were asking everybody, um, you know, connected with college football, and they finally got to Dion about the whole cheating situation in Michigan, right? But it was the way he looked in that. In, in that news conference, the way he approached it with the cowboy hat and he's letting his beard grow. Yeah. Look, so now it's all white because I think they had a bye week last week. So he had the white beard. He had the cowboy hat. He had them glasses on. He looked like cool. It was either him or Kumo D. <laughs> I, I it was one of those two kept big, big, big Daddy Kane or Kumo D stuck in my head when yeah. I saw that. But the lineup today is pretty strong. Yeah, and, and listen, Greg Street's got a set. Greg Street's got a set with Killer Mike, Uncle Luke. Eight ball, MJG. I mean, that's that's you know. This is what's going on in your city today. Goody Mob, Elder Barge, you know, Kendrick Lamar is the headliner. Kid Capri. <laughs> you have to know you said it just like that. Well, a person who might be out uh, there enjoying this because I okay. think she's got the day off. But now we got this project going on. She might be pretty busy. She's got work to do. This is the, a friend of the show and, yes. and just a, a very very. Cl- it's like a family member. We talked about Terrell being a family member to me. January is. She's like a family member. And uh, January Curry, Destination Casting, for those of you who listen to us and heard the casting call, you have heard her name prominently mentioned throughout the time we've been doing it. Plus, she's been on the show before. So, we have January. Let me set the stage, January. And by the way, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) So, let me just set the stage why and how we're doing this. Everybody that has been following what's been going on in show business and the industry knows that there has been two strikes, one with the writers, one with the, with the actors, SAG-AFTRA. Writers got theirs taken care of, and so they're back to work, except there's nobody to say their lines because the actors are still out. But what we have learned during this time is there are exemptions. The union has been giving exemptions to projects. That is called a waiver. I'm going to let you pick it up right there. And, January, if you could, for the audience, tell people how they go about 
getting them? Is this the only the one that this project that you're working on? Is that the only type of waiver? Explain how this and why this is put into place, if you could. Well, it is. What's sad? It is the only type. It's the interim agreement. So productions, when they file for. Um, their paperwork with SAG, you have to be approved for this interim agreement. So um, those are the only types of TV shows and films that um, are allowed to work. So we've been blessed to have two projects that have been approved for this SAG interim agreement. We're super excited about them. They're shooting right now in Atlanta. So we have lots of opportunities, Greg. All right. Um, now, I know that you can't, and Sam, you've <laughs> you, you looked at me funny at times over the years when I have said the title of a project, and you know it's something else. You know, in other words, the casting directors have to say a working title, although there may be entities and newspapers in this town that go, "Oh, this is this movie, and this is this star starring in it." But for whatever the reason, the casting directors have to do what the producers ask them to do. Don't mention it. Don't mention the stars, blah, blah, blah. And I have a feeling that we are in that situation right now. There's just a working title for the project you're going to tell us the needs for, correct? Actually, there's no working title for both of them. That's Really? That's the well, really? So, right? Wow. So there is, but we can't share it. And, and the reason is, you know, they try to keep everything under wraps until it does come out. So that's why, you know, when people go on set, you can't take pictures, you can't right. post things. So, yep, yeah, we have to keep it, you know, incognito. But usually there's a, there's, a, yeah, but there's a working time. Usually when they even they green light it, they go, okay, we're going to call this, you know, Joe Blow at the movies or whatever. And then they just go from there as something that has nothing to do with the plot line. You know what they'll do? They'll go untitled series or untitled well, feature. Oh, that's true. I have that's, that all the time. We, yeah, we have that happen with both of these projects. But both are feature films um, and, and untitled. So that's that's how we have to work them. And it's hard because people are like, oh, I don't know what I'm working on. I do, but I can't say. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Once again, this is January Curry. She uh, owns Destination Casting. Joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 92. And they are social. Pardon? And they are social. Well, I know that. Okay, well, go they, ahead. They, 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 they are social. They're on the X or Twitter, whatever you call it, the last 15 minutes, at Cast Destination. At Cast Destination. All right. Now, January, let is, let's do project number one, film or TV show. What is this one? Film. Okay. Film. We'll got yes. I'm writing this down here. Project one, film. Mm -hmm. And we're going to send everybody that wants to submit to... Extras at DestinationCasting.com. Extras at destination, destination Casting. Actually, for both of them, we'll send you that, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Project number one, what do you need? So for that one, we will need upscale partygoers. So think the hottest night out on the town. So we need people that have a, upscale cocktail attire, um, and then we will also need some guards. So people that men that look like they can knock anybody out. That's what we need. <laughs> All right. Sam, did you get that? She needs dudes that can not look like they can knock somebody out. Whoa. There's a big thing going on at Piedmont Park today. If you go over there, I bet you can fill all those roles. Yeah, every role I mean, you look I like. mean everyone you're talking about. So we're talking 18 years and over. you got to be uh, any ethnicity, and you have to be physically – you have to have a physical appearance to where you could be bouncer, you know, athlete, uh, you know, just rough, tough kind of person. 
Is that about yes, right? Yes, very menacing looking. And have a suit. So have to have a suit. Oh, yes. got to have a suit. Yeah, like a bouncer outside mm-hmm. the, out the All right. club. Okay. All right, so that's one. Project number two, TV or film? So project is also a film. All right. Yes, and this one is fun. So we will need some biker guys, but we and we also will need Asian men. Okay. So that this one is this one is a fun one as well. So we need some guys that can either have bikes, you don't necessarily have to, but maybe look like biker guys, any ethnicity, and then we will need Asian men. 18 and over. Okay, but first I'm writing down mm-hmm. the bouncers for the first one here and big guys. All right. <laughs> You got a question for a man about? Uh, I'm stuff? just watching this, and I was just going. Does this mean that there could be more of these on the horizon that we did? We do this, and and this may be the way that it actually gets going until we have something resolved. Uh, do you expect to see more of these January? Yeah, well, we hope to see more of them. And the, the great thing is that they have been pretty steady um, with the with the interim agreements. If you actually look on the SAG website, you'll be able to see all of the productions that have been approved. So um, we're hoping to have more specifically before the holiday hits when our time, you know, shooting time kind of slows down. Um, but we see them picking up just a little bit more here recently over the last couple of weeks. One of the things that uh, Sam has asked me regularly is how the commercials and other shows that are uh, you know, putting together new content, how they can exist where the other ones, you know, are TV shows and, and movies. And I'm like, there's a different contract with that. But you've been doing some, mm-hmm. th- you've been doing some commercials and, and music videos and things like that to keep the doors open, right? Yeah, those have been going pretty strong. Commercials, videos um, have been going pretty strong. It's, you know, the film and TV series that have slowed down some, but we definitely see it picking up a little bit more ho- over the last couple of weeks. We always talk about youth participation. I met a young man yesterday uh, who is, you know, he's playing high school football, but he's already started doing some acting. I noticed here on your on your social, you did something, a talent cafe for parents, and this was yesterday. But how often do you have those type things that people can go in and, and get information? And are you still accepting or looking for, you know, uh, uh, people put possibly extras or just for the youth? Because this was something aimed at parents, right? Absolutely. So the Talent Cafe is something that we do monthly. I do it with Maria Turner from um, Smith Young Talent, a talent agency. Um, And so we did that for the parents because just to educate them and open up the form for questions that they never get answered either. And it was some kids on there that were, you know, already in the industry and some that were brand new, but just to answer questions for the parents, how to get their kids in the industry, what do they need to do? You know, who do they need to talk to? So we try to have those once a month uh, for adult actors and for kid actors, just, just to be an open forum for them to ask all their questions that they don't get answered. That was good. That was yeah. a good one. No, no, yeah. this is this is great. I miss having January on. She is just <laughs> my girl there. She's got the information right. for so, us. So, well, great. basically, what we learned is, and I'm glad I brought that last part up about the commercials because what we're doing now is special because it's only a, it's a, it's a film. We haven't done films on the casting call. That's why it's pretty much shut down. But you can go to Destination Casting on a regular basis and see. And I listen. We'll be honest because she knows the other casting directors. You know, she she buddies with 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 with, with Patrick who we have on all the time, and, and she likes, you know, Heather. We won't mention all of them. But. So my point is that you can go to Destination Casting and some of the other casting directors and see the commercial, the music videos. There's still opportunities out there because, see, at the end of the day, it's about you and I, Sam, and January at this point, 
providing jobs for our audience. And that's been gone throughout this summer, or a good bit of it. So we are so glad we're back. And even if you miss this movie, she might have a commercial coming up in a week or two that she's going to have needs for. Okay. So just keep it up. To just have them keep coming to DestinationCasting.com, correct? Absolutely. Thank you for getting up, Des- uh, January. Look, I had a, a long night, too, the one music fest, and we were on set, so it's a lot going on. <laughs> Wait, you, you went you, to you in the park? We we went through there for a minute, so, yep, we were up pretty late, and we had we were shooting last night. So, yes, I tried to have a little fun and work on a Saturday. How, how late does that thing go over there? Um, our sh- our sh- a shooting last night? No, 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 the, he's talking about the music. It, it, oh, oh, I wasn't there that long, <laughs> so because okay. I had to work. Okay. <laughs> work. <laughs> yeah, she got, and then she had to get up and come on here with us. Outstanding. That was important. Are you going back over again tonight, or not going back over tonight? No, I'm it's enough for me. Yeah, oh, no, she put her feet up. She got Sunday night football. Okay. <laughs> and she, got, she, got, she got. I know when she doesn't have to work, she doesn't work. So, but anyway, January, thank you for getting up and thank passing on so this much. information. I'll keep the ball rolling, and if there's something coming up next week that I need to get out there, please let me know, and I will let our audience know. But again, this has been a long time since we had an opportunity to let folks know about where they can get jobs in the film industry, in the, well, in the industry, period, here in town. So um, thank you for getting us started. Thank you for having me. As always, that's January Curry, Destination Casting. A couple film projects going on, looking for big dudes who look like they can knock somebody out, as she put it. Bouncer yeah. type, just big guys. And also for project number two, looking for bikers, all types, all ethnicities, and uh, looking for Asian males, 18 years and over. For a couple different projects and others are going on there. So there you go, man. It's been a minute since we did the casting. Guys. I know. I and know. by the way, that movie I was trying to think of, we were talking about Matthew Perry, rest in peace earlier, um, were the whole nine yards. Okay. You remember that movie? Yeah. It was yeah. him yeah. And, 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 and the woman I was trying to think of was Amanda Pete. But Bruce, and Matthew Perry, Michael Clark Duncan was in both. And then they did the whole 10 yards, which was, eh, yeah. but still pretty good. Roseanne Arquette was in there. Natasha Henstrig. Yeah, buddy. So, all right, coming up, we are going to uh, switch gears and talk some football. But something very special that D. Orlando Ledbetter wants to pass on. And he just, I, I would imagine his chest is puffed out. Oh, big time. All right. Well, D. Led is joining us next. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 29th day of October. We gave you a little assignment earlier in the show. We started off the show talking about it, if you haven't done it right now. And listen, our next guest would appreciate the fact that we are trying to educate some of our audience members, probably most likely younger audience members, who don't know the significance of this date and how it affected this country, meaning October 29th, and the Great Depression that followed Black Tuesday back in the day. So y'all need to Google what happened on this date and understand some of the stuff that happened on this, you know, this famous day. But having said that, knowing that Sam and I are the opening act for a full day of sports, we got, of course, Falcons coming up at 1 o'clock at Tennessee, pregame at 11 o'clock, kick at 1. But we also got basketball action, Hawks in Milwaukee, pregame at 6.30, tip at 7. And then tonight, Day Bears and, of course, the Clippers, mm-hmm. Sunday Night Football. After the Hawks game. So, yeah. like I said, we're just getting you started. Just kind of, like I said, a little bit of everything. That's what we do. What do I say? Chargers. I said, Chargers. thank you. You said, thank you. You said Clippers. I'm just like, seeing if y'all are paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah Eric, right. thank you. Yeah. We were going to bring Eric on so long ago, and he, he comes on at this thing for the first time. 
You say Clippers? Now, that would be something to watch. <laughs> anyway, we have uh, got a very special guest down here. Actually, you know, a friend of the show, another family member. But, Sam, I'll let you introduce how we want we want to start off talking to D-Led this morning. Because yeah, he got something yeah, going he, on. He, he, where he is is very special. And and I'm, I'm, he's going to put on his – he always has his bow tie. Yeah, he does. You know, he's going to have to wear a special one today because he's going to be strutting through the press and, box And today. chest all puffed chest out? Chest all puffed out. Go ahead. Proud Papa. Proud Papa <laughs> up in Nashville. D-Led, D-Orlando, let better. Good morning. Good morning Welcome back to the show. Hey, good morning, Sam and Greg. Thanks for having me this morning. Yep, that's about the feeling that we're having over here in Nashville this weekend. Tell everybody why. Yeah, well, you know, my daughter, Danielle Ledbetter, who was on the podcast this week, is the morning anchor on the air right now on WMSV, uh, MSWV in Nashville, kind of for the NBC affiliate. Uh, she, you know, did her time in Albany, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia, and uh, uh, came here in April as the morning weekend anchor and uh, reporter, you know, following in our, our footsteps in the business, did her time at King Springs TV in elementary school, follow uh, Ryan Cameron at Campbell High in the, <laughs> in the International Baccalaureate Program, and, uh, you know, follow me and Steve Weiss and Jim Trotter and Sam Verrett, all of Howard Bison folks uh, at Howard in the School of C, and um, I kept trying to push her to law school, but uh, <laughs> 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 she's here now um, doing her thing on uh, the local station. Uh, uh, local NBC affiliate here in Nashville. So we we were up watching this morning and uh, yesterday when I went out and hung out downtown on Broadway at the uh, Assembly Food Hall and she has to cut it uh, off early because uh, she's got to get up get up at four and uh, go in the station and deliver the the morning news at uh, six uh, six a.m. Yeah, so yeah, he's well, up there. He's doing double duty. There. He's getting better to cover the Falcons, but. He's up there with 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 with, with baby girl. I gotta ask you something, D-Led. Oh, go ahead. I gotta ask you something. <laughs> H- has she started correcting you yet? And she started saying, "Well, Dad, you, we we don't do that like yeah, that." Yeah, we he, don't use that equipment no more. We <laughs> we, we we're all digital now and all has that. She, has she started know? doing that to you yet, man? No, no. We uh, you know, um, her mother's the buffer, so we don't even talk. You know, <laughs> she's doing her thing. If I got a suggestion, it goes through her mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, if I wanted her on the boat, I come because I, 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 um, I have to go through her agent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he said something when he was talking about her journey that stuck with me as to maybe a reason why she wouldn't do what you were suggesting is because she she paid her dues. What did he say? Yeah. She's going through it. She's doing what she needs to do. In other words, there's no nepotism. Yeah. We hear oh, about no. these nepo babies and all yeah, that. Yeah, sure this is not the case thing. right no, now, it sounds no, like. No. He has made her go through what she needs to go through. Put that infrastructure as far as journalism and everything that you need for this business. So, D-Leg, uh, good parenting there. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to do it her way. I mean, I had suggestions, but, you know, they told me to shut up and uh, <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> I, I did get her to join in at BJ and, and put her into the network uh, that, you know, we were I was a part of and, uh, then the ladies in that network took over from there. So I, I did a little bit, but, yeah, they told me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here from Nashville. He's up in Music City with our Falcons today. And he is social. Always find him on Twitter or X, whatever you call it, in the last five days, at D. Orlando AJC, at D. Orlando AJC. Okay, D. Led, we were both out at Falcons uh, up at the Flowery Branch. We both saw the uh, the ball security drills. 
uh, that people <laughs> went through Wednesday uh, that they made sure that, that the media had a chance to see. Uh, thoughts about that? Because, like we said, for all that has gone wrong and, and it's, you know, got people pulling their hair out, this team is in first place. Yeah, and, and not playing incredibly great. So, um, but uh, I think that's a testament to the coach. Uh, he's not ignoring anything. Um, you know, they're pro athletes, but, hey, if you, you make mistakes, he's going to fix it. Kind of reminds me of an uh, old coach, Mike Smith, who um, used to make the uh, players stand up in the team meeting and tell them how they got that penalty in the game. And uh, that accountability, you know, led to them being one of the lowest penalized teams in the league. So, so you know, this accountability here shown uh, by Coach Arthur Smith, you know, Desmond Ritter was in the front of the line leading the uh, <laughs> ball drills after, um, you know, uh, losing three balls last week and still winning, but he, he lost three fumbles. So they, they're not ignoring issues, and that's a good thing because when you try to sweep stuff under the rug, it starts festering and then it could come up and be a problem again. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because there's been lots of speculation. Well, you've seen this. Let's just put this question this way. You've seen this before. You've seen a team bring in a young quarterback, and he isn't what he was on the college level, and you see just an uphill battle as far as getting this guy NFL ready. I don't know what your assessment is, if you have one already on Desmond Ritter, but is it, about, is it following the pattern that you've seen in the past as far as the things that teams have to do to get this guy ready to get to that next level? Yeah, it's following the pattern. And, uh, you know, I was around. I go all the way back to Boomer Sison, but he was already a pro. But then the David Klingler uh, and the Keely Smith thing didn't work out. So, But you saw it right away. Okay. And then in Green Bay, I was there for, um, you know, five second year up there. Um, from moved from Cincinnati there. And they just really just hammered him. And his, uh, you know, early on, all he could do was throw to Sterling Sharp and eventually Edgar, Edgar Bennett. So, you know, it took him a while. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty at first. He was throwing a lot of interceptions, but they stayed with him because they saw the talent. I'm not comparing Ritter to Favre, but I'm just tell, telling you how um, quarterbacks don't just come in the league and light it on fire. Uh, and then, you know, of course, down here, Vic, he didn't even play his first year but two games. Uh, Darius couldn't put him out there. Um, and then, you know, Matt Ryan was the anomaly, you know, league-wide almost, him and Flacco, uh, you know, playing right away and, um, you know, doing a, a good enough job to get you to the playoffs. And uh, you got to give Bill Musgrave and Mike Malarkey and Terry Bisky, um, those offensive coaches uh, in 2008, a lot of credit for getting him ready as a rookie. The moral story is it takes guys time, and he's done enough, I think, to keep going with this. It's not a, um, you know, it's not a pass-fail uh, situation right now. You can see the incline, and if it keeps going up, uh, you know, you can, you can, you can uh, stay with him. You got to get rid of the turnovers, but you've seen the passing game improve in the last three, three, three games. Yep, absolutely, absolutely, and the echo something you said about Matt Ryan and something that makes us. The further we get removed from him as a player, the more we're going to appreciate the guy. That's all I've always said about him. Anyway, um, thoughts about this this team up in up in Tennessee and what's happening with them right now? We said once them are they having a fire sale? They're going to lose a bunch of you know players right now. And what's this thing they're talking about the possible trade of Derrick Henry? We talked with the guys on the Falcons defensive unit. They're looking forward to the the test of trying to slow him down. What are the vibes you're getting, and what are you hearing up there about you know are they really going to move him? 
Yeah, I came over uh, early Friday, so I got to go to Titans practice and talk with uh, Coach Bravo, uh, you know, Malik Willis in the locker room, uh, Brunsko, uh, Der- uh, DeAndre, and uh, sat down with the GM, Ren uh, Carthon, and uh, assistant GM, Anthony Robinson, who, are, you know, both started with the Falcons. We got a story on them online. But um, they, um, Bravo said, hey, you know, we got a long ways to go, but – um, you know, they're going to be in rebuilding mode, Penny Hills 35. Uh, they got to find out if Will Levis can play, and they're going to do that today. But they, they took such heat by trading Kevin Byer, you know, our guy from Martin Luther King High in Decatur, yeah. that uh, there's no way they're trading Derrick Henry. They burn the uh, stadium down over here if they do that. Uh, so they're going to try to keep him and transition him and let him stay uh, through the transition as a uh, you know, Tajay Spears is his backup. They're starting to split time with him and helping him, uh, you know, get through the games and so forth. But he looked good. And, um, you know, there's one report that uh, from uh, Adam Schefter that they told him uh, they're not trading him. So chill out with all that. So, uh, but we, trading deadline's Tuesday at four. You know, we've heard, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. But, um, you know, it was pointed out to me that Tannehill's a free agent after this year. And everybody's looking at Atlanta. Uh, so if, you know, the Ritter's experience doesn't go well, uh, that might be an option. But it's a $25 million option. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's the that's the word over here in Tennessee. Uh, thanks to my man, Teron Davenport, ESPN. He took me to a fine cigar establishment last night. Oh, really? Now? All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going to see a quarterback? Uh, we're going to see both today. Yeah, he said Levis. He said Levis. They got to find out if he can play. Malik wasn't their guy. That's the story here. Malik, um, you know, from Roswell High and uh, uh, Westlake, played at Auburn and then Liberty, uh, was drafted by John Robinson, who got fired last year. You know, part, in part for trading A.J. Brown, and then in part for, for the, you know, they, did, they wanted Ritter, too, and they didn't get him, and they took Willis. And so the new guys come in, and they take another quarterback. So this is their quarterback. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they want him to play. They might they might put Malik in in the, in the red zone to run some RPOs, but I think they want to see if Will Levis, the kid with the big arm, uh, played at Kentucky and Penn State. They want to see what he can do. That's their guy. They're setting it up for if he can. They need to know if he's the replacement for Tannehill or not. Well, there we go. That was what, that's what we've been watching for today. But we're glad you. He's just, some, yeah, he's special. It's a special day for him. It's a special day, man. Yeah, he's special day, man. Cigars, got a daughter doing stuff. Proud pop, man. Yeah. Proud pop. Who's man. been told to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> we get. We don't like that part. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but you, you know, you married thirty years, you learn to listen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note, we need to close down the that, store. That, that is all. We're gonna lose our liquor license. <laughs> all right, D. Let enjoy the rest of your weekend, and as always, thank you. For getting up and joining us, but also congratulations on um, on your family. Sure, thank you so much, Greg and Sam. It's always a pleasure coming on the show. All right, man, appreciate it, D. Orlando. And I also think that was the first time that D. Letta actually uttered the phrase "just chill." <laughs> yeah. I think that was yeah. the first. Yeah. Anyway, again, we are the opening act for a full day of sports. We're going to turn things over to the Wade for Tailgate Show coming up at the top. Of the hour, but we have got one more segment kind of getting you set for the games going on today. And I'm going to make Mr. Crenshaw give me a pick on who he thinks will win the game three of the World Series. I mean, it is the World Series, but let's see if we can get a, a choice out of them. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
It's a glorious morning. You know what we have forgotten to do, Sam? What's and that? We sit here with Sam and uh, Greg. Hey. Sports Radio 929 Game. 929Game.com. <laughs> we, what have we been glazing at? Yeah. Glaring at. The moon was up. Thank you. But I can't see it now. No, it's gone. For, for the first couple hours of our show, even when the... You know, it was light out. You could still see the full moon. The moon. moon over Atlantic Station. <laughs> yes. At least in that direction from, from where we sit. Yeah, man. It was cool looking. And we didn't mention cool. it all morning we long. Didn't. Sam and Greg here. We're getting ready to get on out here. Turn things over to the Wait For Tailgate Show. We've been in your opening act. And by the way, for those of you who were, who you know, maybe tuning in for the first time or haven't been listening to us long and wonder, why aren't these guys talking football for four hours beforehand? Well, that's because everybody else does that yep. starting at the top of the hour. Yep. We give you a little yep. bit of everything from stuff that happened yesterday. College, baseball. Yep. Right. Sometimes we NASCAR. We, where, by the way, where are the boys? This Martinsville, weekend? Virginia. Why are you saying it like that? Dan Martinsville. Why are you saying it like Martinsville? Dan Martinsville. That's where they are. Uh, <laughs> Martin Truex and uh, Ty Gibbs are going to be the, 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 the front row for today's race as we you know, wind down the season. This playoffs, you know, it's a high-stakes race today. So we watch to see what happens, and you know that's that's a less than a mile track. I mean, it looks like a big paperclip, and uh, you see how see how they are. There's a lot of bumping and banging. When you come out of that race, you got all the colors of all the different cars on your on your car because you mm-hmm. bumped into everybody a little bit on that oh, thing. Okay, but uh, that's that's where they're racing today. And uh, F1 is in Mexico. They were in Texas last week. This week, F1 racing in Mexico. Acapulco got it got it this past week. Yep. You rarely hear of a Western side hurricane hitting Mexico. Yeah. And I can't remember the last time I heard Acapulco in the news other than last, last cliff time diving. Cliff diving on Wild yeah. World of Sports <laughs> That's back in about the day, it. right? But they got a hurricane this past weekend, so hopefully everybody's okay down there. Listen, yeah. I want two things I want to get to okay. before we get down here and talk yeah. to our um, our guest who's going to be joining us, a little crossover situation. I want to remind folks of the One Music Fest going on at Piedmont Park today. Uh-huh. And uh, you need to go online there. One one word, onemusicfest.com. And, and see the artists that are performing. Kendrick Lamar is the headliner, but this is just a massive event. And know that that's going to be affecting the streets. Yep. Goody Mob, our colleague Greg Street out there. Got a whole set of folks he's going to be out there with. Uh, there's basketball today in town exhibition. This is kind of like the thing that kind of wraps up the Morehouse homecoming weekend. Morehouse basketball team does an exhibition at Georgia State today. If you haven't been over to the new Convocation Center at 2 o'clock, they're playing basketball over there today just to get things started. College basketball season, yeah. Pretty much here. And they say they go in threes, and we acknowledge the um, most recognizable celebrity deaths of this past week, and we, we, we did acknowledge them. Started off with Richard Roundtree. Um, Sam mentioned that. The news from last night or yesterday, Matthew Perry from Friends passed away. But also the one that sort of fell between the cracks a little bit, but, you know, Richard Mole. Mm-hmm. Do not sleep on Night Court, that TV show, and one of the most recognizable characters in television history. Played yeah, bull, bull on 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 uh, on night court. So we talked about those throughout the show. But I want to finish with this, and then we'll we'll have some fun here. But just remember, Joe Patrick is going to come and join us in a second. And Joe, I don't know if I ever asked you to acknowledge, in your mind, the amateur nights of the year. There are eight. I've come up with that's the that's the definitive list right there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how many you consider. Maybe most folks got you know three, four, five, but there are eight amateur nights of the year. Those are the days or nights of the year. Unfortunately, the people who don't normally drink and drive are doing just that. Mm-hmm. So we call them amateur nights, right? Mm-hmm. And we have one approaching this Tuesday, and that is Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we like to just say, be careful out there. Sam and I got no no time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. We'll try to, but y'all just you know. 
Never been yeah. an easier time in the world to get a to get a driver. I feel like with yeah. Uber, yeah. with yeah. very good right. point. Right. Exactly. Never been easier. Right, yeah. right. If you know you're going to be out dressed up like who knows you what. Know. <laughs> it's funny because actually, I was just—I was actually at a party in the neighborhood last night. We were talking about how in the—you remember in the days you had to actually when you wanted to see a movie instead of mm-hmm. flipping on Netflix or whatever, you had to you had to look it up in the newspaper yes, when it did. was going to be playing. Yes, she and did. It, in the, and then you also had to get out the old yellow pages and call up a taxi service to yeah. uh, take you around somewhere <laughs> yeah. instead of just getting out the phone. Imagine yeah. putting something in, in the newspaper to sell. Yeah, wow. right. And then yes. having folks come over to your house right. in white, unmarked vans. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Just and we, everybody did it too, right? Yeah, yeah. That hitchhiking and all this. Can you name the other seven? Oh like gosh, just do so it was probably thanks, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. No, no, okay. no. These are, again, these are specifically to get hammered. For the most part, <laughs> that's, well, that's what I do on that. Thanksgiving, day. Thanksgiving across the, day before, the board. No, it's the night before it's a, it's a Thanksgiving. Turkey, not the, not wild thanks, turkey. Thanksgiving Eve. Um, well, I mean, like New Year's. There you Eve. go. New Year's Eve. Um, I'll, I'll gosh, run through I'm, them I'm for you. The other side. Yeah, New yeah, Year's Memorial Eve, Day, July Fourth, St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, Cinco de Mayo, the three summer holidays: <laughs> Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day. Yeah. Tuesday night, Halloween, and then America's only unofficial holiday, which is in your wheelhouse. You should know this one. Especially where we work, America's only the unofficial Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. There you, there you go. go. There you go. Super Bowl Sunday. Joe Patrick, as you can hear, is uh, joining us. We like to do a little crossover before we get on out of here, but we want to thank our listeners. I mean, excuse me. Well, we want to thank our listeners, but our guests: Terrell Thomas, uh, January Curry, and D. Orlando Ledbetter, who joined Sam and I uh, on the show. I will hopefully get the insignificant information off my docket here in just a minute. But Joe. Traditionally, when we have had you on the show, you've talked baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are this, the days. And, and, and now you're part of the, you know, Wade for Tailgate show, getting everybody set for the Falcons. This guy over here don't want to talk World Series. He don't, <laughs> he don't give a spit about the World Series. So, having said that, have you had a chance to spread your baseball wings since you've been here prim- primarily talking football? You know, I haven't. I haven't really t- talked a lot of baseball. I gotta say, I'm I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Sam. It's just like this this World Series is not really doing much for me. It's not doing much for me. No, that's breaking Greg's heart. No, I, 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 ain't, I don't I don't care. I don't have a <laughs> what do you what do you think about the wild card situation? Because like all these these bad teams basically are making the World Series now. I th- what is it? The Diamondbacks are basically the worst team to ever make it. What's the difference between what happened in the wild card in the first round of the NCAA tournament in college basketball, where big teams get knocked off every year? So I would say the biggest difference is the length of the season is so much longer in baseball, and there's so much more of a sample in baseball in the regular season. But that's not your. But that's are. what you're going. You're going for the upset. That's what you're, right, you're right, pointing at right. here, and, and I'm and saying it, it happens in the other sports. And I, I complain about it now, but it's like the Braves won their only world, their you know first World Series in forever, go. and because they were kind of in that situation where they were playing tough baseball down to the end of the year. But so. this is different because we're talking this about the different. team that you know, you got a first round by and you sit out all this time. Yeah, NCAA tournament's not like that. Everybody plays unless you're playing one of the teams from the two playing uh, the four playing games. Everybody else starts. At the same time as everybody else in the tournament, it's just that's a different deal when you talk about it. that's the that's the transfer portal and, and, and impacting uh, an event like that. But as far as you know, I I think one of the reasons why it's become a hot debate is because it's supposed to be an advantage. Like I think baseball is trying to set it up so yeah. that there it's no, an advantage. There were no injuries the... that needed to have a rest. <laughs> yeah, See, right. that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. We, there was nobody who we were we needed to have that week off. Were that to have been the case, it'd have been a different argument or yeah. reward. Right. Right. You know, maybe you still get a reward. Maybe just not that much reward. Yeah. All right. Since you don't care about this, I will ask you. <laughs> no, no, I'll ask you this because you can answer this, and then we'll get to football. Okay. Where does Bruce Bochy land, win or lose, in this World Series? 
Where does he land as far as all-time great managers in your mind? Because he ain't discussed. Yeah, you know, that's right. I mean, he's had such a long career. Like he, I mean, he was a great manager when I was a kid. Uh, I mean, he's been doing it for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. I feel like it gets kind of goes under the radar. So, I mean, there's been a lot of great managers over the years. I, I had not thought about where he might rank, but yeah, he's well, probably not even a rank, but he's, yeah, he's that, oh, he yeah, deserves, I forgot about right, that guy. Right, exactly, exactly. You know? He really kind of, he, he does deserve his flowers for, for doing it as long as he's done it and had some great teams. And in and, and the short period of time, he did it. It wasn't like over, like, it's not, not Tommy Lasorda who did it in the 70s right, and then again right. in the late 80s. This guy in a six-year span yeah. got it done. Yeah. Anyway, he's I want yeah. to throw that out there. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. Dot com joined by Joe Patrick here, and as uh, you guys get set for the Wade for Tailgate show, how are you going to talk about last week's game and the things that Sam oh. and I talked about this week as far as showing the drills out at camp and Desmond Ritter holding yeah. onto the ball, all of that stuff? Where, where do you start when you talk about this, this Falcons team this week? Well, I'm interested to talk to these guys about it because I honestly don't know how they're going to react to what we saw last week because if when you were seeing the reaction as the game was going on and in the immediate aftermath, you know, it's kind of like, is the is the glass half full or glass empty? Because, yeah. you know, there was a lot of good things to, to see, especially obviously from the quarterback and Desmond Ritter and, and what his potential f- prospects are in the future for this team. But obviously, he had all these turnovers. And, and that's an unsustainable way to go about the season. And I think that if you have those similar kinds of turnovers, you're probably not going to win. I think the Falcons won. It was like the first time since 1991, I want to say, that a team won after turning the ball over three times in the red zone. So... Um, clearly not a path they can go for, but I am taking the glass half full side of this. I think that there was a lot to like about Desmond Ritter. I'm frankly more concerned with mistakes he makes in the air in the passing game with some of the interceptions, like what we saw against Commanders, than some of the interse- or some of the turnovers that we saw last week. But I don't know what these guys' takes on it are going to be. So I'm excited to, to kind of hear them out on it. I'm curious to hear that as well, and I think that would be a great conversation leading up to today's ball game. The defense has to go out and play like it's been consistently. That's the thing. They're yeah. getting the ball back and giving him more opportunities oh. and more reps. And the great illustration was last week. Guys, this this defense is just tenacious. Like, you know what's so fun about this defense? It's The stats are one thing. It's great. Obviously, you want to keep the points down or whatever. But when you're watching the games, you almost get this sense that, like, this defense is just not giving up anything. They're not giving up a yard. Like, you got to earn everything that you get against this defense. And if they give up eight yards on first down, it's second and two. Uh, that's not an automatic first down for teams anymore like it, it used to be. And, and it frankly is for a lot of teams because statistically that's going to be the case. But it just seems like this team, you know, they might have a bad play here and there, but it's in the memory bank the next play. And and they're after you. I was about after your butt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't and, want to end up in HR. And that's, yeah, right, exactly. And that's especially important for a game like this where you're going to be seeing you know a rookie quarterback like most likely for most of the game. And if not, you know, two inexperienced quarterbacks going to be the options for Tennessee. So I think it's a good chance for this defense to really kind of you know, establish themselves once again on the, on a road in a road game. Could be some sloppy conditions there in Tennessee, so it should be an interesting one. You know, one of the great things about having Joe here, and again, they're going to do a deeper dive into the Falcons-Tennessee coming up top of the hour, and those guys that you were talking about, John Fricky and Harper Lavelle, they'll be joining you on the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. The other thing that we used to make this guy do in changing hats, Sam, is he talk about Atlanta United, too. Oh, yeah. So while we got him here, and you mentioned playoff next week, I know. We want to hear Boom Yakamaki. Yeah, yeah, man. As long as we got you, we're keeping it local. When you got Sam and I here, it's all about the local folks. So we haven't mentioned with any sort of 
well, other than Sam, a little expertise about what's coming up. Yep. We got you here, man. Yeah. What are your they're thoughts? Going, they're, going in, they're going in without the best player. It's, it's, you know, this is a really interesting matchup for Atlanta United. So everything starts on Wednesday. That's the first round. Basically, now, if you're not familiar, it's now a three-game series in the first round before it becomes a single elimination going forward. So how it will work is they go on the road and play the first game. They come back home on next next Tuesday and play the 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 road game or the home game, and then if it's still split after that, they'll play a deciding game once again on the road. And this is a really interesting one because, first of all, you're going up against some Atlanta favorites, some Atlanta Julian Gressel, Darlington Nagby, both playing for the team that you'll be facing in the Columbus Crew. But then also a difficulty for Atlanta United caused by Tiago Amada by getting himself sent off in the last game is that you're not going to have him. He petulantly kicked out at somebody when he didn't need to. And so that's a big miss. But I think what you got to do if you're Atlanta United is kind of channel the energy that you had when you won MLS Cup in 2018. You went on the road to a place that's so hard to win in uh, Yankee Stadium. And they got a result by going really defensive there. And so I think that that's going to have to be what they try to channel in this series there are no draws there is no added time uh, overtime extra time so if you hold it to scoreless after 90 minutes you go to a shootout you give yourself a chance that might be what they have to do if they want to try to get a result in this first one okay see it's, it's, we, we ain't hanging around this dude for nothing <laughs> <laughs> we got this we got this thing like as the show winds down it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with sam and greg but I started to say that thing, but I was going to say there's a method behind my badness in bringing Joe in here. We covered we covered three areas. Now, i got to run down some That's insignificant great. information before I get out of okay. here. Feel free to comment on it. Sure. It's stuff that happened on this day. And by the way, I know you know about Black Tuesday. You know about the crash that happened on this day. that changed this country. Yep. that brought us into the Great Depression. Folks who don't know it, go Google it. It's a part of this country, and it is still has remnants of what's going on today. There was a young fighter who had his first fight today, his first pro fight. His name was Cassius Clay. Wow. He beat a dude named Tooney Hinsacker. It was 1960. Supreme Court ordered the end of all school segregation on this day, and it was literally written down at once. Happened on this day, 69. Now, I'm going to see if you can tell me what number this was, but Billy Martin was fired on this day. The year was 79. Okay, what number... Of Yankee firings was that? Oh wow! <laughs> if you had to guess, two. There you go. You nailed it. Wow! It was his second two. firing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, John Delorean. Uh, well, he got indicted on uh, drug trafficking. Yikes. Later acquitted, but that still got his car into the uh, movies. And so, you know, what are you gonna do? Happy birthdays go out to, and this is for you, Sam. Happy 78th birthday, Milba Moore. Wow. Yeah, Milba Moore, man. 76, Richard Dreyfuss, uh, uh, Charlie's Angels, Kate Jackson, 75 today. A guy I went to high school with, Dan Castellaneta. It's his birthday today. You have no idea who I'm talking about. Nope. Homer Simpson. Never heard of him. That's oh, the wow. voice of Homer Simpson. Oh, wow. Yeah. The youngest. <laughs> I thought of, I didn't know him. <laughs> of the Jacksons is 62 years old today. She's Randy Jackson. Happy 62nd. Happy 52nd birthday, Winona Ryder. Whoa. These two ladies share their 51st birthday today. Gabrielle Union, Tracy Ellis Ross. Really? Are both celebrating their 51st birthday today. Happy 40th birthday. Oh, my God, I feel old. Maurice Claret. Oh, that's wow. Wow. wow, that's a name. Wow. I know, yeah. man, right? And happy 36th birthday to the Red Rifle. Who am I talking about? The Red Rifle? The Red Rifle. Quarterback. 
Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Uh, and yeah. That's his nickname. He probably gave it to himself. Eric, thank you for <laughs> <Yeah>. everything today. <laughs> uh, listen, we, I, we hate it that we're going to wait for me for six days, but Sam and I will be back again next Sunday. But Mr. Crenshaw will be with you on Friday night. High School Scoreboard Show. He's going to let you know maybe via uh, social media who the school day's guest will be. But that is Friday night and give you everything you need to know about high school football. For the rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday. Have yourself a wonderful rest of your day. Remember, Tuesday night, be very careful out there. Got Falcons coming up at 1, pregame at 11. Have yourself a big day. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.